I'm going to tell you a quick story. Street performers tell great stories. I remember seeing you sweat. Be they comic or tragic, they're always entertaining. Oh my God, what a good one. This is a Stories from the Pitch short. Welcome to Stories from the Pitch, a growing oral history about street performing and some of the crazy characters who populate this world. Have funny, we'll travel. That could be the unofficial slogan for silent clown Rob Torres, and I've certainly seen him succeed where others didn't thanks to his ability to work with that language. But just because something is funny in one part of the world doesn't necessarily mean it will be in another. Magic Brian sat down with Rob to ask about some of the most memorable pitch experiences when things didn't go exactly as planned, and the funny that Rob found in the midst of it all. At times, it's a bit of a crapshoot, and some days you just don't know what you're going to get, which is why we're calling this episode, Results May Vary. Okay, Rob Torres, we're sitting in the, the lot of the Big Apple Circus. In my trailer. In your trailer. Next to the opera house, which is a bit surreal. Yeah. That's it right there. Like <laughs> That's the wall of yeah, the upper house. It's, it's less than a yard away. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to share a story from the pitch. Well, you can tell more than one if you want. Let's go on. Uh, before we started the recording, we were chatting about performance in Dubai and the Middle East and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and my experience traveling around. I had a chance uh, one time to street perform in Turkey, in Istanbul. Hmm. I was staying over there for a few days and had some time to kill. And the streets were dead during the day. But come 11 o'clock at night, slowly people started coming out because it was so hot during the day. It was right. ridiculous. And by midnight, 1 o'clock, the streets were full of people. Like shopping streets were open, and I was staying in an area called Toxin. And nothing but clothes shops and stuff to buy. You were passing through? I was just passing through, yeah. I was, I was um, doing a lot of cruise ship touring okay. at that time. Yeah. And that's what put me in Istanbul for a few days, mm-hmm. waiting on a ship. Right. I was like, well, I've got some props. Yeah. It's one o'clock in the morning. The streets are full of people. <laughs> one in the morning. Why not go out and do a show? <laughs> what the heck do I have to yeah, do? Yeah, you know? might as well. So I went back to the hotel and grabbed my gear, put on my costume, and went out on the street. And I like to go out and play on the street in different places in the world to see who gets what. Uh And I'm pretty international because I don't talk and I have a mime act. But at the same time, there are places in the world that really don't get what I do. And that was one of them. Uh (laughs) And it was a great night. It was a big, like, crash and burn night for the stuff that I had prepared. Went out, I gathered a crowd, and they just sat there looking at me like I was an alien. Like they had no idea what was going on. They'd never seen anything like it before. Kind of like your descriptions of people in Dubai who didn't know really how to react yeah, to their first time. Yeah, they're amazed, but they don't know how to respond. Exactly. To... But these people, I don't think, were so amazed as... Confused? Confused, yeah. <laughs> 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 and I suppose it was a good ten minutes into the show, and I'm trying different stuff just to see making little improvs, and we never clicked on... Like, I never clicked on their sense of humor. Yeah. Did you start feeling as you're doing it, you're like, okay, it's this like, is yeah, not... This, I don't know where to go with yeah. these people. I have no clue. I was really lost. And then this really scrawny, gnarly-looking woman came in. Kind of a ratty afro hair, missing a couple teeth, and really, really skinny. Kind of like a heroin victim, but mm-hmm. not really, you know? Yeah. And she came through this crowd of guys, like, bumping through. And, and she had this great, funny, natural clown pose to her. And... She said something, I have no idea what she said, 
but she came in and looked at me, and then she started kicking me in the butt. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden, these guys started laughing. And, hey, if it's working, why not? I don't know why this is funny. Don't know what she's saying, but this is great. (laughs) Maybe it's what she was saying. was what It could be, but I think it was the action of the kicking, too. Because every time she kicked me, they just laughed. So we played the scene for a few minutes. Until it kind of went nowhere else, and then she went off, and well, that was my show. <laughs> <laughs> In the end, that's where I, I passed the hat. I can't top, I can't this. top that one. <laughs> that was the show. Yeah, people came over, put little bits of money in my hat, and then there were two cops in the corner that kind of gave me the, mm. "Are you here doing this?" And I just went, no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, that was enough. That was enough. I didn't really want to get busted on the street there and not make my gig. Yeah. But what a great experience. Yeah. You know, and so that's the part of the world that I don't really know, like for silent comedy, what works with them. That did. Yeah. <laughs> so. Getting kicked in the I, butt. I need a good partner. <laughs> yeah. You need, you need a crazy one to kick you in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. What was the one you were, when we talked on the phone, you had a story... About saving somebody? Ah, in Pompidou Center in Paris. This is probably a decade ago. I was street performing on a weekend with a friend of mine who does Chain Escape. And Pompidou Center, have you ever been there? No. Pompidou Center, where the performances were happening at that time, is kind of a sloped pitch. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, like a 15, 20 degree angle downhill that goes to kind of a shopping mall. So you perform on this incline and people sit on the incline kind of like a like a, in Central Park at the, at the where, where people sit on the grass. Yeah. You know, that kind of feeling. And before the show, we set up, on the end of Pompidou Center, there's a little wall and then there's a pedestrian street that goes up. So we set up our props along the wall and just kind of chatting about who goes first and like, okay, where are we going to work here? And there was three of us to set up a kind of afternoon of shows. Mm-hmm. So uh, we set up against the wall, and right above us, right up the hill, came this bum. He starts peeing on the wall. Oh, no. And then starts coming down the hill towards our props. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really nothing, because it's running in this little channel right next to the wall. All we had to do was move our props up like, a couple inches, and it just passes on by. But my friend Ben decides to go and go, hey, start speaking with him in French. Why you got to pee here? Blah, blah, blah. You know, and starts this kind of little fight. And it kind of ticked him off a little bit. And he took off, stumbled away. So Ben's in the middle of his show, gets chained up, and the guy decides to come back. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) It was great timing and karma, total karma. If I knew, he's like, all right. I've seen these guys before. Even if he passed out and woke up and came back, total karma. (laughs) Yeah. So he comes back into the show, (laughs) and now there's a full edge of people. He's Uh chained up, about to do his finale, and in walks the bum (laughs) with his bottle of wine in his hand, and he Uh. comes up, and he starts heckling him. (laughs) (laughs) Inside the show. Inside the show. (laughs) It's just him and Ben on stage, (laughs) whole bunch of people watching, and it was funny. Yeah. Like, I had to sit and watch it for a couple of minutes go, okay, you got yourself into this one. (laughs) Yeah. How are you going to get out? Let's see. And it was funny, the audience liked it, and then there was a point where it kind of went a bit too long. You know, one of those moments where the guy is kind of on a rant, but Mm -hmm. he's really drunk, and he's going to stay on a rant for an hour. Yeah. And the funny kind of died from the scene. So that's when it became time to go, well, let's pitch in together. We're making an afternoon of shows. Mm -hmm. What can I do for the scene? 
Dun, dun, dun. So I snuck up behind the bum like I came tiptoeing into the scene. So your approach was not, how can we get rid of this guy and let Ben finish the show, but how, how can I we, contribute like, and make do, this? How do we make this a show? <laughs> right. But also how to get rid of him, yeah, yeah but sure. like, how do we make it... Instead of just walking out and just trying to talk to the guy, you're exactly. like, let's make it a it's performance. It's a performance yeah. of some sort. Yeah. The laughter had stopped. It was kind of getting tense, but not really like, this is awkward. And something else happened. In comes the clown tiptoeing from the corner of the public on the diagonal from behind, uh-huh. up behind the bum. So everybody's watching. And I just took the bottle out of his hand. <laughs> and he turned around and went, No! <laughs> and I just sat there and I put one little drop on the pavement. <laughs> no! And I kept stepping backwards. And he uh-huh. kept following me. And I put another little drop on the pavement. <laughs> he go, no. And I walked him out of the circle. Uh, that way. <laughs> and I just walked him down the street, yeah. across the street to another <laughs> intersection. Did everyone keep watching you? They watched me till I left the, the yeah. scene and back to the show so he could do his finale. Yeah. And I just walked him far enough away that he wouldn't make it back by the end of the show. Yeah. You know? He'd forget what direction Exactly. Moved him a couple blocks. I left the bottle of wine there. And off I went. That's great. Yeah. That's funny. There's a story from the pitch. There's a story. Stories from the Pitch is produced by the Busker Hall of Fame and is made possible through the efforts of a Cracker Jack team of dedicated individuals who share a passion for the recording, editing, and presenting of these stories. This is a massive labor of love, so if you like what you're listening to, help us cover the hard costs of hosting this otherwise free resource by clicking on the donate button on the Busker Hall of Fame website. Your support will ensure the continuation of this project and the preservation of the best stories from the busking world. Music for this episode came from Tim Sars and the Carnival Band from Vancouver. Links to both Tim's work and the Carnival Band are posted in the notes section for this episode on the Busker Hall of Fame website. Got a story to tell? Something you think we could improve? News you'd like us to include in one of our mailouts? Or perhaps you're interested in becoming a sponsor of an upcoming episode? If so, drop me a line at cbg at buskerhalloffame.com. On behalf of myself, co-producer Lindsay Lindbergh, Magic Brian who captured this recording, and the rest of the staff of the Busker Hall of Fame, we hope this finds you well. And as you perform for audiences around the world, please remember to use your superpowers for good. I'm David Aiken, the Checkerboard Guy. Thanks for listening. <laughs>